Good afternoon, my renegades. Welcome back to Rogue Radio. My name is Sarah Jane. As always, what other host would be here talking about stuff with you besides me? You know? You bored of me yet? (laughs) Today is Rogue News. Again, because there is some interesting and very also sad things that I need to cover today. So... Bear with me. If you hear any wind in the background, just know that it is very windy where I am at. So, please bear with me as uh, you hear the howling sounds outside. You hear that? That's the wind. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, Rogue Radio has Twitter at Rogue Radio 4, Rogue Radio 4 on Twitter, Rogue Radio, all caps on YouTube. They, we have a GoFundMe and a Facebook and uh, what else is it? We have a Gmail account as well. So you can email me, talk to me, let me know what's up in your country or wherever you're listening. And I might just read it out loud on the air if you want. Just give me permission. If you are at all interested in supporting Rogue Radio, if you like what we do, if you like what we are putting out for you and all the information that we give, we have a GoFundMe. Every donation that we do receive will be put towards missions and also the expansion of our YouTube channel and our anchor. Missions is something that me and my husband believe in. We want to help people overseas and seeing that there are many countries that do listen to this podcast, we want to be able to give back to you as well. And giving into missions and mission work and missionaries is something that we want to do. Our GoFundMe page will also be in the description below, so be sure to click and donate. Thank you very much. We love you very much. Hey Siri, how cold is it outside? It doesn't seem particularly cold to me. It's 64 degrees. How does it feel like it's 30 in my house? First up in politics, this is the third time I've tried because I've been interrupted all the time. Every single time. First up in politics is Kamala is not planning to visit southern border. They called her the border czar in this article, which I find hilarious. I mean, I have my own name for her, but, you know, I'm trying to do my best not to cuss anymore on my podcast. Kamala Harry Booty. Now, before we even get into this podcast, I want you all to know that there is a video that I have seen of Ted Cruz actually visiting the border with a few other senators to see firsthand what was going on. And we're going to listen to that right now. So it's past midnight. I'm standing on the shore of the Rio Grande. The water is right behind me. I'm down the Texas border along with 18 senators. We made the trip to see the crisis that is playing out. We've already gone to detention facilities that are overrun. Many of them with families, small children. We saw multiple mothers who were nursing infant babies who had just crossed over and were being housed in outdoor holding pens where they were sleeping on the floor and nursing their babies. We're at the edge of the river. On the other side of the river is Mexico. The other side of the river we have been listening to and seeing cartel members, human traffickers right on the other side of the river, waving flashlights, yelling and taunting Americans, taunting the Border Patrol. 
because they know that under the current policy of the Biden administration, they can flood over here. They're getting paid four or five thousand dollars a person to smuggle them into this country. And our policies, when they smuggle them in, the Biden administration releases them. And more and more and more. Last month, 100,000 people came across the border illegally. We've got 15,000 kids in federal government custody. This is a humanitarian crisis. It's a public health crisis. The illegal immigrants who are being released, they're testing positive for COVID-19 at a seven times higher rate than the American population. And it's a national security crisis. And it's time for the Biden administration to put an end to it and stop sanctioning lawless chaos on our southern border. So that was Senator Ted Cruz actually going to the border with a few of other um, senators to see what was going on firsthand. Um, It's amazing how, um, for one, can I just say Ted Cruz is probably the most random person that I have ever thought of to actually go down to the border. I never thought that Ted Cruz would actually do something about the Border Patrol or about, you know, seeing what's going on down there. He's always been such a random person to even be in office or even like even try to run for office. But I kind of have a little bit of more respect for him. He actually was like, hey guys, let's um, let's go see what's going down. Uh, on, on Rio Grande, and I'm like, okay, pretty badass, but let's get into this article. So we're gonna get into this uh, article, Border Czar Kamala Harry Booty, not planning to visit southern border. Okay, Kamala Harris has yet to visit the southern border amid the ongoing crisis. In a press briefing on Monday, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki however you say your name, claimed that the Democrat is not actually in charge of the border crisis. Instead, she said that Harris is in charge of its purported or claimed root causes. I don't know about you, but Joe Biden has decided to reopen the borders, which is a health crisis and um, just a natural general crisis right now because we have more people filling, filing in to the United States with COVID and that is um, pretty bad. Not only that, we have drug traffickers, human traffickers that are also allowed to go into the country and kidnap your children and also sell drugs. Um, this is not okay. And for her to say, that's not my job. Um, what? What did he hire you for? Actually, you know, both, both of y'all are really stupid, so. Your job as a vice president is to help keep the president in check and stay committed to the things that he has said that he's supposed to be doing. All he has done was bombed Syria for no reason, giving out another fourth stimulus check to keep us comfortable. That way they can do whatever the hell they want. Three, okay, listen, reopening the borders, meaning the drug trafficking and human trafficking rate is probably skyrocketed. And so much more. And... Kamala's like, well, that's not my job. I gotta see what the real root of the problem is. Listen, Ted Cruz has already spelt it out for you, sweetheart. Drug trafficking and human trafficking. Okay? Along with prostitution. Those are one of the (laughs) maybe few, okay, of many reasons why this is happening. And you want to sit up in the White House like some spoiled brat saying, oh, it's not my job. It's not my job. Sweetheart, what is your job? Tell me. Enlighten me. 
Anyway, this woman, this stupid woman, okay, tweeted, said, POTUS asked me to lead our diplomatic work with Mexico, El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras to address the situation in the southern border. We have to address the root causes of migration. It won't be easy work, but it is necessary. I want to let you in on another secret. It's right in front of you. You want to know the root causes? It's right in front of you. You open the border. That's one big one, stupid. The clarification came from Biden appointed after Biden appointed Harris as his so-called border czar. Did he say this? Are they quoting him like for real right now? Because that is a Russian reference. You want to call a king like a Russian king? Anything? You call him a czar. They haven't had a czar in a very long time. Um, I see what's happening. Are you Putin's little puppy, Biden? I see. You hanging out with him too much. Maybe Navalny really needs to be prime minister. Making her the White House's point person on immigration issues at the U.S.-Mexico border. However, Saki said there is some confusion over Biden's announcement. Oh, really? The guy can't even walk up the steps to Air Force One. You don't think he's not confused? It's even confusing to me that he even got in office, but you know, things happen. So she has been appointed by Biden to take care of this issue. And she's publicly said on Twitter and in a press conference, that's not my job. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. You had one job. You had one job, Kamala. Well, you have many, but you know what? You have one job that you're not taking care of, supposedly. Take responsibility for yourself. God. I don't have an update on her or Harris's travel, but since you gave me the opportunity, it's important to understand and know that she's focused on addressing root causes in the region. There, <laughs> the root causes aren't that freaking hard to find out. You want to know why there's people from Mexico migrating to the to America? I can I can do it. I can help you out, Kamala. Do you do you want help? Do you want advice? Okay. The economy's probably so bad that there's no way that you can get jobs. I've already told you guys about the last one of the last um, rogue radio podcasts that there are women out there that are so poor that they have to sell themselves in order to feed their children. There's not a lot of job opportunities except for drug trafficking and human trafficking which we know that there are tunnels that lead underneath uh, Mexico into America, so they are smuggling drugs. That's why they were taunting Ted Cruz anyways. The brutality rate in Mexico is probably also bad as well, okay? They just want a new life in America. That's what America has always been, a place of hope. And you're diminishing that light, Kamala Harris, saying that's not my job. The brutality rate is probably really bad. Gangs, drug use, violence in general. And you can't figure out the main causes of migration? How about you just ask them? You can ask them. But, you know, you're comfortable, right? In that little gated capital, right? You're comfortable there. You don't want to do anything. Lazy. Laziest. So if we're to travel, it'd be to Central America or something like that. Okay. While Harris is expected to meet with officials on immigration going forward, it remains unclear exactly what authority Biden has given her to resolve the crisis. He hasn't given her any authority. She's just living it up in the White House. That's what she wants. That's all she wants. That's all she wanted. She gets to sleep with every official that she wants in order to get Biden's way. That's all she wants. So Ronna McDaniel tweeted, 
So now that Kamala Harris is in charge of the border crisis, can we finally get an answer on what she'll her, on when she'll visit the border or is she still laughing about it? Yeah, she's still laughing about it. She's entertained by this whole misfortune that that's going on. Um, one of the reasons why Trump has decided to build a wall is to stop drug trafficking and stop all of this. Okay? He wanted to put in a process where illegal aliens or illegal um, travelers across the border could become legal citizens of America. There has to be a process or else you'll get drug traffickers, um, human traffickers, all of that. Okay? You'll get gang members. You'll get terrorists. And there has to be a safer way in order to get immigrants into America to become citizens of America. This is stupid. The wall was right. It should have stayed. It should have been built. It should have finished being built. But, of course, Biden is a dumbass. And Kamala Harris is being entertained by him being so stupid. Listen, I apologize for cussing. It's just... (laughs) Politics make me angry. But I do know that it is very important for me to relay this information, so I have to be able to control my emotions. And uh, for any of you who got offended by the things that I said, like the curse words or anything like that, I'm very sorry. Anyway, we're going to keep going. Former Texas rep says Biden is leaving millions defenseless. This is about our gun control. This is about uh, our right to bear arms, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just get into it. Oh my god. According to former Texas Congressman Ron Paul, Joe Biden's gun control mandates have little to do with protecting kids. Of course not. I could have told you that. In a statement on Monday, the Republican asserted that if Biden was serious about protecting students from criminals when he would give them armed security... Uh, rather than leave them defenseless in gun-free zones. His remarks comes amid Biden vowing to sign a flurry of gun control executive orders in apparent response to the new recent shootings. Why do I feel like they picked Biden because he's the most stupidest person to be put in office to get away with things? Why do I feel like they just decide to put anything in front of him, knowing that the, he's just stupid enough not to read it and just sign it? That's what I feel is happening right now. While we're still waiting for more information regarding to the shooter, his motive, um, the weapons he used, the guns, the magazines, and the weapons, the modifications that apparently have taken place to those weapons that are involved here. Biden, what? Well, no wonder I got confused. Let me read this again. While we're still waiting for more information regarding to the shooter, it says regarding the shooter, um, his motive, the weapons he used, the guns, the magazines, and the weapons, the modifications that apparently have taken place to those weapons that are involved here. I see. Okay. I don't need to wait another minute, let alone an hour. We can ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. You cannot blame the weapon for the shooting. You blame the person holding the weapon. Do not punish those who are patriots, mind you, that believe in gun rights, the right to bear arms, and all of that, do not punish them. Because they 
want their guns in order to protect their lives and their families and their children. I don't see how banning all guns, okay, is going to help. We have that second amendment for a reason. However, Paul said these empty promises are nothing new. He can or he then cited the Democrats' numerous gun control laws that have made their way through the legislature long before the tragedies that failed to prevent the violence. So all of these little executive orders that you have signed still failed to prevent gun shootings or school shootings or shootings in general. What a surprise. Cameron Kinsey tweeted, Instead of signing executive orders on gun control, Joe Biden would visit Chicago and learn why gun control doesn't work. Yeah, very true. What in the world? And because um, I have not covered the new segment about this uh, gun shooting or this new shooting that just happened, I am going to cover that in the next segment here in a bit. Okay, I had to find it on OAN News' website. Um, At least eight dead and one injured in Georgia massage parlor spa shootings. At least eight people are dead following the series of shootings at an Atlanta area massage parlor and two spas. Uh, Police said 21-year-old man has been taken into custody after a short car pursuit. Robert Long, age 21, uh, captured for shooting spree in Georgia. Uh, Four Asian women are confirmed dead. They believe he opened fire in a massage parlor in Cherokee County on Tuesday, killing four people and injuring one. Shooting inside a Woodstock massage parlor in Highway 92 near Bells Ferry Road, two dead, three injured her Cherokee County Sheriff's Office a suspect on the run call 911 immediately. Uh-uh. Authorities have also linked the suspect to two separate shootings at two spas later in that day which were across the street from each other on an, in a nearby Buckhead in nearby Buckhead. These shootings left another four people dead. All eight victims are were Asian women. We're having conversations with many of the law enforcement agencies, Chief Rodney Bryant of the Atlanta Police Department stated. Right now, here, there's no immediate threat to the public at large, but we are having conversations with different law enforcement agencies. Hmm... Authorities say uh, they are talking to the multiple witnesses from all locations. As for now, a motive remains unclear, which is typical. Um, They're going to have to catch the perpetrator. They're going to have to catch the suspect. And um, put him into custody and make sure that um, they question him thoroughly in order to figure out what the motive was to get a motive out of him. But officials say that it did not appear to be an attempted robbery or theft. Which means it could most likely be a hate crime. Don't take my word for it. I know that there's going to be some developments as well, so just be watchful for that. Our deputies arrived at the location and found two people deceased inside and three were other individuals that had been shot, announced Captain Jay Baker of the Cherokee County Sheriff's Department office. Uh, one of them has since died, but now we are looking for three homicides, or looking at three homicides and two people are injured. Shortly after, about 30 miles from the shooting, law enforcement in Atlanta responded to a robbery in progress at Gold Spa when police found three women dead. 
Okay, this must be another development because there are two different articles of the same name, like same title. So when they said, doesn't look like there's any theft or robbery, that might have been just when it happened. And these are probably later developments. So shortly after about 30 minutes, responded to a robbery. Three women did. Okay. Governor Brian P. Kemp said in a tweet and uh the georgia first lady and i are heartbroken and disgusted by the heinous shootings that took place last night we continue to pray for the families and loved ones of the victims these are horrific times um or these are horrific crimes have no peace in georgia or have no place in georgia i'm so sorry um then he went on to tweet, we look forward to a full accounting of the killer's uh, deranged actions as well, or as law enforcement conducts a thorough, detailed investigation. Every Georgian, including the APPI, the AAPI community, deserve to be safe and secure in our own state. While investigating, authorities have received reports of shots fired at another spot across the street um, on arrival they found another woman who appeared to be appeared to have been shot dead and investigators believe the victims involved at the spa shootings are of asian descent currently authorities believe their suspect in custody who has been identified as robert aaron long is the same suspect who was the gunman in all three shootings. As of now, a motive remains unclear with the FBI stepping in to help local authorities with their investigation. I don't think we're going to see a motive uh, for a while, but like I said, um, what with what's been going on, there have been some stories of Asian um people getting a lot of hatred, a lot of violence, and a lot of racism because um, of the COVID virus originating from China. So they must be blaming them for that. And I don't condone any type of racism at all. I don't believe that anybody should be hurt or have any violence inflicted on them just because of what they look like, sound like, act like, or anything else. Um, I don't encourage this. Anybody who sees any person of any race or any descent at all um, that is being victimized, report it to the police, report it somewhere, stand up for them. Okay, but also make sure that you are safe as well because we all know that these are horrid times right now and we all know that a lot of things, whether they be um, reasonable or not, are, you know, retaliated with violence and I just want everyone to be safe. Anyway, we're going to get into some positive news because my soul needs it and I'm pretty sure you need it too. So usually I would uh, put this in persecution press, but since it's such a positive thing, um, I am going to put it here for everyone else to hear. So if you all are not listening to persecution press, here's a little taste of it. I just got this uh, Voice of the Martyrs magazine in the mail, which basically is news from around the world about um, what's going on with the Christ- with Christians um, in different countries, such as Colombia, India, Cambodia, Philippines, all of that. And um, it looks like they're starting to do a 200,000 Bible challenge, meaning like you probably donate your Bibles over to certain countries where they need it because we all know that um, certain countries such as China and Brazil and well 
maybe not Brazil anymore, but um, back in the day, Brazil also banned Bibles, but uh, I don't think it's like that anymore. But uh, we're just going to get into the article. Um, if you guys want the um, Voice of the Martyrs magazine to inform you of your brothers and sisters in Christ that are um, going through a lot in different countries, always go to persecution.org and subscribe. They'll ask for your address so that they can send you it, and they will send it to you monthly, I want to say. So let's get right into it. This article is about Colombia, and it says God's Word in Guerrilla Territory. Distributing Bibles in Colombia's guerrilla territory requires the mind of a chess master. Every move must be analyzed and the opponent's counter moves anticipated. Although Bible distribution uh, is legal in Colombia, armed rebel groups roam the country's rural areas as a law unto themselves. Paramilitaries and guerrilla groups like the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia resent Christians because they refuse to participate in the drug trade or fight for their causes. The rebel groups also view anyone traveling through the ter- their territory where they often grow and smuggle narcotics as a threat. Recently, a ministry team uh, traveled deep into the jungles of Putumayo uh, department along the border with Ecuador and Peru to distribute full-color action Bibles. Now, if I know... I think I know what kind of Bible they are talking about, and it's amazing. We got a copy <laughs> in our own home. <laughs> it's great. Um, I love that they're doing that. Um, and minister to church workers. The Bibles, which feature colorful in- illustrations in the style of a graphic novel, appear not only to children, or appeal not only to children, but also to adults who may have trouble reading the traditional Bible. This is why we have certain versions of the Bible for people to understand. And I love this. Uh, after traveling many hours by car, the team transferred their supplies to motorcycles and rode for 20 minutes before reaching a river. They then loaded the motorcycles, Bibles, and supplies onto a river ferry for a two-hour trip upriver. Um, after leaving the ferry, they rode their packed motorcycles as far as they could before uh, transferring their loads to mules. The objective of their travel through the rugged terrain of Colombia was a simple wooden church with a thatched roof. I just want to say, being a missionary... Um, I, I've done missionary work before, like, I've I've done mission work before, I've been on mission trips, but I've never gone to a foreign country where there is a lot of dispute and a lot of violence towards Christians, and I really want to do that, but <laughs> just seeing how much these missionaries care for one and two, what they go through just to hand out a few Bibles. That's incredible. These communities are surrounded by armed rebel groups, a Voice of the Martyr worker said. They are the ones who have the authority in the region a few meters from the church, uh, is a former cocoa cultivation area. I think the coca? Coca cultivation area? Um, it looked like cocoa. C-O-C-A. Um, the brothers from the church tell us that the deepest part of the region there are still, uh, cocoa crops, or coca crops, that sustain the rebel groups. The simple church, uh, which had no electricity, served as a retreat center for 30 pastors who had gathered from throughout the region. Many had walked for hours to reach the site, and all of them uh, serve in lonely remote locations under highly stressful conditions. 
the host church had improved bathing facilities in a nearby stream and strung hammocks between the church rafters for beds. At the end of each evening two-hour church service, the generator was shut off. An infinite blackness fell, the VOM worker said. Um, Over the course of three days, the pastors participated in leadership training and enjoyed fellowship with one another. It was moving to see faith of each of these pastors, the VOM worker said. Um, They were motivated by the need to be in communion with other brothers in their faith. At the end of the retreat, the pastors uh, each received a box of Bibles to share with their local church. While they knew it might be months or years before they gathered again, they also knew they were not, or they were now better equipped to serve their communities. It's because of the people that we can say that the faith in this entire region has been strengthened. Um, Despite the difficulties, the scourges of war, the VOM worker said, uh, they continue to persevere in Christ. With physical loads lightened and hearts lifted by the courage and faith of their Christian brothers and sisters, the ministry team made its way back home by mule, motorcycle, ferry, and car. Soon, they began analyzing tactics for their next move on the Colombian chessboard. I love this. Even though that there's, there's still a lot of violence in that area, in those areas that I was talking about, it's such a joy to me to, to hear that there's Bibles being distributed to these people, to these pastors, in order to be given out to their uh, congregation. Their faith is being strengthened, and I can't help but take joy in that. That's beautiful. Of course, I wish that, um, you know, the violence in their areas would stop, of course, But this is just a baby step to what God is going to be doing in their lives in order, like, with all of this. Like, they might be reaching out to the cartel people about Christ one day. You never know. That's beautiful. You know the drill. Roll it. Just do it. Let's get to the advertisement. Lil Nass's company that made... The Satan Shoes is actually getting sued by Nike. I love that. It's what happens when you mess with stuff like that. Apparently he's also getting a ton of backlash from his uh, lap dance with Satan uh, music video. So I, I don't feel sorry for this dude. I really don't. So the company that Lil Nas was working with to make these Satanic Shoes is called Mischief. And <clears throat> and for those of you who don't know, you guys can go on Nike and make custom shoes from the Nike website. And um, that's one of the main reasons why Little Nass is getting uh, sued. Because it goes against Nike's values, I'm guessing. Um, so yes. Because I want to say... Not too long ago, they made a Jesus shoe, and it has holy water, like, from the Jordan River, like, on, like, inside the soul, instead of a drop of human blood and red ink, you know. But, um, yeah, so you, I can understand why Nike is so upset with Lil Nas when he made these shoes. 
it is infringing on Nike's trademark and also probably makes, you know, Nike look bad since they came out with a Jesus shoe and now they're coming out with a Satan shoe. And no. I can understand why he's getting sued for this. Yes, so basically what my initial thought was was that Nike was coming out with these and Lil Nas was like backing it or like a creative mind behind it but it's a custom shoe you can make custom shoes and he's actually reselling um, their merchandise which also probably has a legal problem behind it as well so these shoes the 666 pairs of shoes sold out in minutes and for everybody who has bought these shoes I just want to say you're walking in defeat Okay, one of my favorite YouTubers, I'm not going to say his name, just because I want to protect him, because there are some crazy people that might come after him, and that's not okay with me. He literally said, on his Instagram actually, that Luke 10.18 is a scripture of defeat. So, if you really want to go into it, Luke 10.18 is basically the story of how Satan got cast down from heaven. Or Lucifer at this time. And uh, Luke 10.18 says, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Symbolizing that Satan was cast down from heaven as a fallen angel. He used to be an angel. He used to be the, the angel of music. He used to be in charge of all the music and all of that other stuff. Which is also interesting since... This guy, Little Nass, is a musician. Hmm. Anyway, it just symbolizes Satan's defeat. So, everybody who buys these are literally walking in defeat. That's not okay. (laughs) But, I mean... I... Yeah. I'm not sorry for anybody who bought them either. I just hope one day you'll learn to know who God is. Anyway, he goes on saying that the Jesus shoe actually has water from, holy water from the River Jordan in the soul, which I kind of want to buy these shoes now because I won't be walking in defeat. But, uh, (laughs) tell me why... This, these Satan shoes are $1,018. I think, like, either $1,018 or $1,020. How stupid can you be to pay $1,000 for a Satanic shoe that you will be walking in defeat in? Like, can you tell me why people are that stupid? To pay a thousand dollars for a shoe that is demonic. I mean, COVID is still around. You can't feed your family with that a thousand dollars. You can't pay your bills. You can't pay your rent. That's a lot of money for a pair of shoes. And honestly, if he actually did earn all this money from the selling of these shoes... He would have made about, what, $700,000, which probably will go all to the lawsuit. So, you know, good job. So not only is uh, just the whole thing kind of stupid, but also the boxing. <laughs> you you see all these people under the these wings of this fallen angel, and they look like they're in hell. They look like they're suffering. And supposedly, it's supposed these shoes are supposed to make the bottom of your feet look red. Like, why? Why is that a thing? Why is that a gimmick? I mean, is it more like, oh, there's blood on your hands now, since there's a drop of blood in the soul? Are you trying to say, I've caught you red-handed, but with feet? I don't understand that. Uh, the only... <laughs> The only thing that I can think of is that 
Wow, um, hang on. Wow, what the heck? <laughs> the only thing that I can clearly think of for this gimmick is that, like, you've got blood on your hands, but it's, since it's a shoe and not a glove or whatever, then it's on your feet. Which is kind of scary to me, because what if the drop of blood from whatever victim or whatever volunteer decided to put human blood in there? What if that person's dead and it shows up on your feet? Like, this is why <laughs> you're walking in defeat. Like, you literally have someone's blood on your feet. Like, on your hands. Like, you're walking in murder, probably. Like, you're, you're walking in chaos. That's not okay. And this rap artist, this satanic dude, decided to go to Twitter and was like, My anxiety is so bad because of this. Oh my god. Listen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something real quick. Prepare, prepare your ears. You shouldn't have done it in the first place. Okay. If you're going to do something controversial in general, you better have the guts to deal with the backlash for one. And this type of backlash, this type of controversy, I, I don't feel sorry for him. I don't. I don't have any empathy or sympathy. You asked for this. This is what you get for what you did, for what you decided to do. I don't feel sorry for you. In general, people need to understand and think things through and how people will receive certain things like this in order to deal with the backlash, okay? If you're not strong enough to deal with the backlash, why in the world did you make the shoe anyways? Okay, I just read the tweet and it's kind of hilarious because you're like, it's taking an emotional toll on me. Um, anxiety is at its highest, higher than it's ever been. Go stream Call Me By Your Name now. You really gonna put a sales plug right there when you're trying to relate to your fans? You're not hyperventilating. You're not crying. You're not emotional. You're laughing at this. So he uh, does a apology video. Um, I would put air quotes, but you know, I'm just talking. You can only hear me. You can't see me. And I guess for like the four seconds in this apology video, he's about to say sorry, but then the music video starts with just Satan's face right in front of you. I'm just like, he's not sorry. He's not. He's not sorry for this. Now, granted, before I even say anything more about this guy, this could be all because of the shock factor. This could all be because he wants to make a name for himself. So the first thing that came to mind is, let's shock the crap out of people. I know a lot of people that think that doing this stuff is funny. It isn't. Because you're literally giving Satan praise for the things that you're doing, whether you believe it's a joke or not. Um, from the research that I did from this with this guy, uh, he it looks like he's doing this for the shock factor, but I don't care. Like, you're literally doing all of this for the shock factor, there's got to be something more than that. Like, you put a drop of human blood in the soul, there's got to be more than that. You're doing it because you not only want to shock people, but you also want to normalize Satanism. But the upside and the positive side to this story is that this dude is getting sued. I'm so happy. I'm so happy, you know? I'm happy about that. Next up is world news, and thank you to Portugal for joining the renegade family. 
I am very grateful, even if it's for like a few seconds that you listen, um, it just shows how um, much and how many countries are listening to me and how far I've reached. And it's amazing. So thank you, Portugal, for listening. Okay. Apparently there's some protests in Lisbon, the capital of Portugal, so we're gonna figure out what's going on there. So dozens of people protest in Lisbon for right to housing. Dozens of people in Portugal's capital, Lisbon, took to the streets to call for a right to housing. Lusa News Agency reported on Saturday. The protest was organized by several uh, associations, including Habita and Stop Desprechos, to demand the suspension of evictions to continue. Wow. The regulation of prices and the increase in social housing. See, that's hard. Um, I know that everybody is going through something different with this pandemic, but I also know that some of the situations are the same. There are people that have lost their jobs because of this pandemic, and they can't pay rent, they can't even pay for food, and that's really awful. And I really wish that the Portuguese government was able to, you know, allow the people to kind of um, live in their homes for enough time for them to gather the money. I don't know. I, th- I feel like there should be some sort of forgiveness um, plan in that um, area. But the protest was attended by over 200 people, according to the organizers, and was part of a European initiative within the scope of European Day of Action for Housing, taking place in almost 70 cities under the motto Houses for People and Not for Profit. Hmm. The price of houses has increased. It has not decreased with the crisis. Rita Silva from the Association of Habitat told Lucia. Um, or Lusa. Real estate is increasingly out of step with the concrete reality of society. She added that the COVID-19 pandemic has led to deepened unemployment, loss of income, and the lack of social support. That's terrible. I really hope that the Portuguese government and all of that is able to somehow uh, help the people of Lisbon because no one should be homeless. I'm sorry that it's a short article. I just, um, the last two articles that I found were really short, so, um, but I have to go. I have to clean my house, so have a good day, everybody.